finally time for the Friday Night Morning Show with Angelica, Jesse, and Kevin. So the shit show continues. I'm Angelica, and this is The Gray Matters. Hey, hey. How are you guys? Welcome to the Friday Night Morning Show. The Friday Night Morning Show. Guess what Jesse's doing? On his phone. <laughs> I know. As usual. So we want to thank you for being with us tonight. Happy Friday, people. Happy Friday. How's it's that going? Friday night. Beautiful summer Friday, Friday night. afternoon. It's Friday night. Friday now. night. And as you notice, we're all in uniform. Unlike our problem child as usual. He's, <laughs> he's got grogu. Something's playing in our ear. So, um, <clears throat> as you know, we are expecting Steve Murray to be on with us. He's running a little late. So we are just going to kind of roll along here and just kind of jive right in. And when he appears, we would just. We're not overly concerned yet because I actually this is Steve's MO. He's usually <laughs> late. Is. He's usually late. He, he is a retired lieutenant colonel and. As he told us many, many times that we wait on him. He does wait on him. He has made that yeah. very and clear. I, I believe one of the interviews, he was like a half hour late, yeah. wasn't he? He just Oh, appeared. at least. He showed he up, though. Um, he showed up. He showed up. At one time, I thought he was, uh, I think he got the time zone mixed up or something. It's like an hour late. Yes. So we know that most of you are probably here to see Steve. He's coming. As far as we know, we hope. I'm <laughs> we actually hope. here. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I think I'm Steve is joined I us. I hear him. Hang on. Let me get you on so everybody can see you, Steve. We did exactly what it, Kevin he said. He said, don't do it. And yeah. we did it anyway. Said, but we go. were just whoa, talking whoa. about him. So it's kind of hard to not get it. There, there he is, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin told us he, not to announce it abruptly when you appeared, and we literally. Just did what he told us. Announced it abruptly. Outstanding. Yeah, we, we announced Outstanding. it. Outstanding. We, we were talking some serious <laughs> shit about you. Did you hear that? That's I, right. I was talking shit about you because I was talking to a radio guy just a few minutes ago. So well, I, was I was complaining about how unintuitive that process is to get your ham, ham radio license. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Kevin's a bitter old man. So I was going to have him see if he could contact you with his ham radio. Oh yeah, I should. I I actually said maybe I should send Steve the link via Morse code on my ham radio. You you should do that. <laughs> I will never decode that. So you know, oh, I haven't done Morse code since I was a lieutenant. Even then, I didn't want to do it. So. Uh, no, but nobody wants to do it. That's why they don't require it anymore for the ham license. They, they required you. To How know. come I can't see you guys? You guys can see me, but I can't see you. What's up? You can't that? see us. You can't see us. Hang on, let me check. No, I see a big K. Oh, hey, you know what? That's for your debts for Kevin. I'll bet you the uh, Jesus, yeah, I'll bet you it doesn't have my camera hooked up to Zoom. You guys keep chatting, and I will try to get it. This. Is just it's not a good Zoom night without 30 minutes of cursory IT setup. I know, just it's hard so you know, if he can't see well, us, he's talking uh, to a K. Last week, last week we we uh, lost internet connection like four times during the show. I think we were. That was the NSA. Out. Yeah, I think that was the NSA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we have so many followers. Our big five hundred eighty-eight followers. <laughs> I know they're worried we're, about we, them. But you know, we do have followers in another country. Yeah, we, we have actually. Uh, what's his name? Two, 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 or oh god, yeah, it's. Um, 
Chopek or something like that. We was calling them Chopek or something. Yeah, yeah, it was something Peck at the end. It was weird. Sorry, sorry. He's commented many times. He says he's from Poland. Well, hopefully you get some more abuse tonight because I posted this on True Social and on Telegram. Yeah, we know they're here to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am kind of a big deal. You are. You are. (laughs) We know. They know. We know. Yeah. So how are you? I am, uh, I, the word I'd say is tired because mm. things are coming so fast and furious. I can't keep up with all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, if it's not the Senate here, it's the Senate in DC. If it's not the Senate in DC, it's Ukraine. If it's not Ukraine, it's, it's the train derailments. If it's not the train derailments, it's all the other stuff. Mm. I mean, it's just, it's fast and furious. I, I said, June, July is when we were going to start seeing things heat up and that's right on schedule. So, so where do you think where do you think a lot of this disclosure stuff is coming from, Steve? You keep I, you know in your sit reps you talk about a lot of disclosures is going to come out, and I'm curious as to where you think it's going to come from. Well, so my the premise I'm using for a lot of this is that uh, you know you have all these these marriages of convenience across all the Euro homos and all the other um, European bankers, U.S. bankers, right? The U.S. folks have figured out that if the U.N. and specifically the World Economic Forum, China or the Davos crowd, because, look, let's let's be very clear about who the enemy is here. It's it's the deep, dark European bankers that are in Davos, Geneva, Zurich, the Swiss, the the whole Swiss mafia. Hey, there you guys are. Hey, Mm -hmm. hey, finally see us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's who the enemy is. And they've architected this situation across the planet. But the the problem with all these marriages of convenience is somebody figures out they don't get a seat at the table and then they start to disclose on the other group. And it it turns into this back and forth, this this dick waving contest. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the U.S. bankers saying we don't want to live under a totalitarian rule. But at the same time, they're saying well, we could we could instill that here and run it here and let the Europeans run it there. So there's really no good guys in the whole banking system. I mean, when I did my my interviews with Tom Luongo and Alex Craner, we we talked about this off camera before we actually got on camera. And the thing that was um that where we all agree is that there's no good, there's no good guys here, right? It's just a conglomeration of bad guys that are fighting amongst each other for control. And then you have China, who's trying to fight for control. Um, over the you know the past couple of weeks, I've been been listening to this book on on uh, Audible because I you know I have so much copious spare time to read. Um, I get through about half a book and then I get overcome by events. But I've been listening to it uh, as I drive around. It's called uh, Pawns in the Game, and it was given to me by uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Crawford, another uh, Lieutenant Colonel I've been uh, talking to over the last couple of months. And uh, by the way, thanks, Dave. Um, he, he gave me the book to read. And, and had I not listened to to most of the book, I would have been, let's just say, I would have been pointing the finger at the wrong people. So the premise of the book is that the European bankers specifically talks about the Rothschilds, uh, set this system up in 1648. We've been living under the same system since 1648. And they are the architects of all the world wars, all the regional wars communism, as well as all the trade issues and the trade wars. And it's just so they can squeeze every last every last cent out of 
uh, people around the world and install this totalitarian regime, which is this right now is their end game. It's either this or World War Three, and they're dying to get World War Three started. But for some reason, their plans get thwarted. And my my uh, premise here is that I think it's other people that don't have a seat at the table that are pushing this forward and pushing the disclosures forward. I don't I don't think there's this magic group of white hats that are behind the scenes. I think there's good people in the system that are disrupting things and and coming forward as whistleblowers. You're seeing that all over D.C. And it's just a matter of time before the momentum builds. And once the momentum builds, courage is contagious. And you'll see somebody that drops the the doomsday tapes on these people. That's that's these elites molesting and, and murdering children. You're going to see that. It's coming. I don't know, and Steve. I, I don't lost hope. I honestly have. I've, I've lost all hope. But that's- Well, I haven't. Because the the cool thing about the situation we're in is is that as things get more and more dire, people start, more and more people are starting to wake up. And I see it every day, right? I I, uh, I interact with people that are blissfully unaware, blissfully. And about two nights ago, I got a phone call from somebody I haven't, I haven't talked to in a very long time, somebody I really trusted and I worked in some, some, some deep programs with. And he basically said, war's coming, get ready for it. They're going to they're going to go after the power grid this summer with some kind of a black swan event. I can't tell you what it is, but it's coming. Be ready. We're weeks away. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? And his point was that they're getting more and more desperate because as Ukraine falls, so does this regime. Remember, all their malfeasance was in Ukraine. That was the center of all their malfeasance, the bio labs, the human trafficking, the drug trade, the money laundering. It's all there. And the Russians have the receipts. So we're we're about to see the Russians do a massive disclosure. And they just on, on Russian TV this week just released the Hunter Biden tapes with thousands of pictures of him with underage girls. Hunter in Biden? very sexual situations. Do so it, it's just, the problem is there's not a there's not a platform for Putin to put all this stuff out to get a wide distribution. There's a reason why they took RT off the air. And there's a reason why they took the Russian forms of YouTube as well as um, all the other social media off the air. It's because they didn't want this getting out. Sorry, I cut you off, Kevin. No, you didn't cut me off. That was that was Jesse's. Did you mean I, I, I was asking you if you meant Hunter? Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Well, you yeah. said Biden, so I mean they're both. <laughs> no, he files. said Hunter. He said Hunter. Did he say Hunter? Yeah, he said Hunter. I thought he didn't hear that. He did. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just over here messing right. with. It, 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 I'm all flustered because we're like losing sound and shit like that, and it's like missing tech issues, like you like you always like to say, Steve. It isn't any fun until we've had 30 minutes of tech issues, and absolutely, we're having that. At first, Absolutely. your audio, for some reason, your audio was not going through when you first, very first started. We've got you fixed now. Everybody's happy on Rumble. They're, they were yelling at me, though. Well, you're well as they should, because yeah. it's all your fault. Exactly. It, it is all my fault. <laughs> Rumble's <laughs> technical issues are your issues, and you should square that away. I mean, I'll report him to human resources. You are a radio resources. guy. You should get that squared away right now. I'll report him to yeah. human resources. Okay, speaking of yeah, radio yeah, guy. Make sure that's in his fitness report. Mm-hmm. Hang oh, here on we go. Here we go. We're going, we're going full <laughs> we gotta go nerdish there. right now. Here's your nerd alert. <laughs> on, your, on your June 6th uh, 
sit rep, you called amateur radio operators, ham operators, a bunch of old bitter guys that were tech adverse. I, I am one if of the most the shoe fits. I am one of the most tech friendly guys you will ever see. Look at this tech uh-huh. in front of me here. I mean, uh-huh. he, you heard his feelings. I'll have you know that ham radio operators were on the forefront of Wi-Fi. Packet radio long predated Wi-Fi and all that stuff. So you want to talk tech? Let's talk tech. Come on. Dude, if you start talking Linux, Colonel, I'm out of here. I'm so <laughs> out of here. I don't know what the fuck that Donald, is. Please I don't, don't. Don't do just, that. Just because don't, he knows don't, exactly don't, what I'm talking don't, about. Don't you, He's a bitter, don't you apathetic say a word. Microsoft hater disguised as a Linux lover. Don't you say a word, Kevin. Oh, yeah. you're absolutely abhor Microsoft. Yes, you're right. I knew it was coming. I knew it was in there somewhere. I knew it was. But I completely agree with you that the FCC's CORE's website is an absolute disaster. And, you know, understand that the ham radio operators have been trying to take the examining authority and and the licensing. We're trying to take that away from the FCC, essentially, with the volunteer examiners because it has been such a nightmare for so many years. I mean, when I was when I was 13 getting my first ham radio license, it was you wouldn't believe the hoops we had to jump through. And I waited months for my call sign to come back from the FCC. Now it's it, it's better. But I agree. There's a long ways to go. Well, it, it's not that hard. You just shit. you need what's called an Elmer. We in ham radio. Oh God, they, don't don't even finish <laughs> that statement. Don't you don't even go there. With you me. need an elbow All right. to help no, you no, through. No, 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 stop. Just Please, stop. Kevin, don't scare me, me just, Lord. Let me I just, don't even know what the hell y'all are exactly. talking about, and I don't want to know. What that's exactly Elmer. the problem. Are we right talking Elmer That's fun? the problem. Are we talking Nobody Elmer knows fun? what the hell that out. means. <laughs> and let me just give you this from a battalion commander's perspective. If you came in front of me and said, and I said, "Hey, are my radios set up?" and you said, "Sir." I got to get an Elmer to get your radio set up. I go, get the fuck out of my sight and come back where my radios are up. I want to hear yes or no. Get out of my sight. I don't want to hear anything else. And that's the problem with the whole radio thing. I, and I, look, I'm a pretty reasonable guy. Okay, no, I'm not. But most of the time, I can't. <laughs> but when I sit in front of a bunch of radio guys, so... My my admin Krista asked me to go to go with her to this this GMRS thing because she's got these radios she wants to program. So I'm like, all right, I got something to do too. I got these TYTs I can't figure out. I'll take them over there. And I was just dreading it all morning. And finally, we get in the parking lot. And she says, "You really don't want to do this." I go, "I just realized why. It's because I hate radio guys. They all talk the same way. It's all clicks and hoots and numbers. I don't know what the hell they're saying. I have no idea what the hell they're trying to tell me." And it's always that guy. No, that guy. This guy. No, this guy. Talk to this guy. Oh, I only work on these radios. Ten minutes of that, I was ready to start hurting people. <laughs> but that's not the worst part of it. The worst part of it is the FCC website is so horrible. It is. That it there's no instructions for anything. And I'm sitting there, and I hate bad technology. I mean, I... <laughs> I hate it with a passion. I want to hurt people when I just see bad code like that. So... My problem with the whole thing is that in 40 years, nobody went to a senator or representative and said, hey, Senator Umpty Frats, if you go unfuck the FCC website with this, that's a quick win for you. And we can make it intuitive for everybody to enjoy ham radios. 
And it could be very intuitive and easy, but no, I got to get an Elmer to help me through this process, which is horrible, along with the website that's not descriptive at all, and take a test that I don't give a shit about so I can click send on the fucking radio. <laughs> Somebody tell me how that's important and why that's so hard. Uh, like a radio uh, in, you click the button, you say break one nine. How well, hard is well, that shit? The way, Kevin, the way Kevin was explaining it to us is you could literally take out a whole city with one of these things. Well, you can well, block signal. The yeah. HF radio has got a powered antenna, and you have to be very careful because you could juice your neighbor, <laughs> which in some cases is a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Kevin, when we're not talking to him, you can tell me what Elmer is. Don't tell me right he now. He doesn't just, know. Just, just, just what's don't, your don't tell me right Elmer now. Don't, no, don't, don't. It, it's a it is a current ham radio operator that helps bring new ham radio operators on board and shows them these, like dealing with so the why FCC website. can't they just call website. him a senior why, operator why, why or something like that? Like, what, I'm what? not sure where that term came from. See, but that's it's, dumb. It, it's like a mentor, okay? They okay. call him an Elmer. Okay, fine. I know. I So just so you know, everybody that's got a call sign sent me a copy of their license or their call sign since January 6th, or June 6th. So yeah, I imagine. You're right in there. Thanks for sending that over. It really made my day. <laughs> right. You feel better, right? Feel better about yourself. Like I, my, my whole thing, my whole thing with the deal is, is that it should be intuitive. It should be easy. And you it should are be absolutely just right. a checklist to go through the process and get your license and learn what you need to learn so you don't juice your neighbor and life should be good. Mm -hmm. I, I completely it, agree. Anything government touches, it turns it to But shit. I, I will carrot. say, Steve, your um, comparison to the ATF website as far as getting into the FFL, I, I am right there with you because I just sent in my packet for the FFL and it was one of the easiest things you could ever imagine. Yeah. As they make it super easy for you. Yeah. And they even have they even have a website to say if you don't want to go to jail, these are the things you need to do. It's yeah. it's really intuitive, right? <laughs> so, okay, a license over here, don't go to jail over here. And oh, by the way, I got to fill in these forms. And they put the forms online, so you can do it online. And there's even a tutorial for each one of the forms, what? so you can fill out the form. What? FCC drunk sailor. I don't know what they're trying to do. <laughs> it, was, it was seriously painless. I mean, the, the worst part of the thing was going to the local sheriff's office and getting fingerprinted and giving the sheriff a copy of my application. That was the oh, that hardest was great. Part. That uh, was fantastic. I went to the sheriff's office. Fingerprinted to oh, yeah. operate a fucking radio? No, no, no. We're talking about the FFL. Yeah. The federal so you have to do fingerprints license. and a picture of the whole nine yards with your FFL, right? Yeah, so I can do I'm background check. Yeah, he that, also that. skipped over to that. I'm, well, yeah, he used that. Well, I walked in there and the guy that was doing my fingerprints was talking to me about buying a gun from me. Once I got my license, I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what a great experience. Well, no, no. I think the FCC just wants to weed out the people who don't take it serious, right? They make their process super complicated so that... You know, if you get frustrated like you did, you just go fuck it. And they're like, all right, you're not really dedicated, right? You're not like a you avid go. supporter since he was 13, wow. you know, giving it his all his whole life. Like you I just mean, trying you to jump really in now. I don't and understand how the government, <laughs> the government is all about if it sucks for me, I'm going to make sure it sucks for I was you. just trying yes. to tell you how it works, Dave. <laughs> yes. You don't want to listen That's to me. I was just telling Normal you. Normal. Just telling you. Oh, hey, help Steve, you we're not happy until you're unhappy. I'm I mean, absolutely. just look at the look at the government right now. I mean, the, the commander in chief can't even walk. Literally, <laughs> can't even the dude has walk. fallen again. We were really cracking jokes at his expense all last week. Oh, it was man. funny. I, yeah, it the, was funny. The last week I've been going after Kevin McCarthy on uh, on True Social, and you know, 
If he wouldn't have flashed the Illuminati sign during one of his press conferences, I probably would have given him a pass. But now it's like, no, it's game on. Oh, he mm-hmm. fucking caved in on the debt ceiling bullshit. And they, he didn't cave, dude. That he didn't cave. He's trying to sell it to the public that it's a win, but really all it is is more money laundering. Yeah. Remember, this is the same guy. Well, that's what they used FTX money, laundered through a, a separate country, laundered through a, a hedge fund, brought back here to get Juan Sisamani and other candidates across the U.S. into office in a war chest. The, you're telling me this guy, this bag of shit, is going to do something right for the debt ceiling? Mm. He just backed in the room and spread his cheeks and said, go easy on me. That's all he did. Yeah. He, oh. <laughs> he's a fucking cuck. As you no, like he's worse say. than that. He's, he's the worst he's, kind of traitor. They're all traitors mm-hmm. in government. I, I just mm-hmm. have, they're all <sighs> traitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, so... The hard part with with all watching all this is we know it's all we all know it's going to happen. We all know they're going to run us out of money. They're going to run us out of fuel. They're going to run us out of logistics. They're going to they're going to take us out of comms. We all know they're they're going to try and do the same thing they did in Sri Lanka, and then they're going to bring in this QR code so you can get gas. And there's going to be a whole line of Stupid hippies from the 60s are going to sign up for that shit and say rah rah team and walk right into the gas chamber. That's how the game's going to be played. The rest of us are going to be like, go fuck yourselves. We're not doing that. That's if I'm sorry, you know, they're not all dead from the vaccine. Well, that's that's on that's ongoing. Yeah, I know that's, it is. That's actually ongoing. If you it, listen I, to Ed Dowd, man, he's he's got the numbers. The actuarials I, are don't lie. Yeah, I read he about said, people dying every single day. Well, within five years, I think he said that uh, there won't be a working class in the U.S. That's significant. How, how is that possible? That's I mean, us. What, what, what the fuck? What, well, we didn't take the vaccine. Who's going to uh, feed the ruling class at that point? You would, they're not going to work for themselves. We know that. They, they will. Um, man, there's so many so many directions we could take that. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're bringing in their own new workforce. I mean, we're being invaded, so they're bringing in plenty of people to do whatever. They yeah, that's true. So there is a there is a there is a workforce brought in. There's um, well, there's so many parts to this. Mm-hmm. The, the first one is they brought in over four hundred thousand Chinese military age males. They brought in um. Iranian special forces, Syrian special forces. They brought in Yemenis. They brought in Al Qaeda. There's Hamas here. There's a host of characters here now that all came across the southern border. The Chinese are moving to uh, Venezuela, into uh, Colombia, and then they're moving them up to the Darien Gap on bus, and then they're busting them all the way up. Then they're dropping them off at the border, and they're moving them in, and we're just tagging them and letting them go. And then somebody picks them up by plane and moves them to all parts of the U.S. So you can you can do the math there. When you move that amount of forces, you're doing that because kinetic operations are imminent. Now, what kind of kinetic operations and what that looks like, I don't know. But I can tell you that when you move that many forces around, logistically, you can't sustain them forever. So you're moving them close to the battle and close to the line of departure so that you can kick off the line of departure. If you look at what we did in the buildup in 91 prior to going into Kuwait, what it take us six months, six, seven months before we were ready, you had enough combat power along the Kuwaiti border to push into Kuwait and Iraq and encircle the forces in Kuwait. Guess where we are, folks? 
We're right at six months. This started December, January. Here we are, June, July. We're right in the right, right in the center of it. It's it's about time for them to kick off kinetic operations. And the way, and I've heard it from like four different people now. The thing that I'm hearing is I'm hearing that the cartels are going to be set loose on the first responders, the 911 folks. The Chinese are going to go after critical infrastructure, military bases, and then whatever the special forces are, are going to go after um, specific targets within the country. Now, how true that is, I don't know, but it sounds very, very plausible and very, very possible. And both of those make a lot of sense because the Chinese don't have to invade us. They just have to disrupt us enough for things to collapse. And it should tell you that every single fucking politician in Washington, D.C. and is involved in this because they all got satellite phones expecting some kind of an outage. That's very telling. And it also tells me that they're not only complicit in this, they're probably helping the Chinese move people in here. Mm -hmm. And that's just one facet of this. The other facet is they got Chinese regulars, from what I understand, guarding the fentanyl plants alongside the cartels in Mexico and moving fentanyl here to breakneck pace. And, you know, Troop has been doing uh, he's been doing this uh, field medical station at one of the local parks here for the homeless. And I got to tell you, some of the stuff that he's been taking, he's been making videos of. You're seeing that this is a this is a fucking genocide that's being waged against the American people by the pharmaceutical industry and the Chinese, and no one's talking about it. Yeah, nobody's. <clears throat> the fentanyl is killing tens of thousands of thousands thousands of people, of people. and nobody's saying a fucking word. Nobody's doing anything about it. They all talk their political talk and all the bullshit, but. It's just well, you notice how nobody's talking about defunding the FBI. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's nobody's just talking an... about defunding DHS. Nobody's talking about defunding the DOJ. In fact, they're not saying anything. And then Mike Pence goes on TV and says, "I'm not going to pardon any of the January six prisoners." Well, no, duh, because you're the one that planned it. So why would he? Right? They're all complicit in this. Yeah. So they're all we're going to the way I see. No, go ahead, Jesse. I'm sorry. Well, I, I just, they're all guilty of treason and they're all going to continue to do what they're going to do. I mean, I just, I, I'm skeptical a little bit about the American people who are actually giving a shit. Maybe when they can't get their cop, their latte, they, they will. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. I thought, I thought the 2022 election where Carrie Lake got screwed over and Mark Fincham and Abe, Abe Hamaday would, would bring people to the streets. And I remember saying to Joe Altman um, that, look, this is going to be a litany test for the American people. Either they want their country back or they're just going to let it go quietly in the night. And I'm starting to wonder. I, I think the way I, because I, I, I get asked this all the time, right? How do you think things are going to develop? I think they're going to do kinetic operations in the big cities. I think that's going to, that's going to wake up and it's going to shock people. And people are going to be walking around in shock for for days and it'll be groups like us that are getting organized at the local level and mounting the defense. And then first we'll take out the cartels and then we'll take out the Chinese, but it's going to come at a cost. But the biggest, we problem are going to push about that, the biggest problem I see there though, is they still control the propaganda media that we have. And the no, prop- we'll take care of that. The propaganda no media is be going, will be going on every single night of the week saying it's all Okay. Everything's fine. It's all under control. And those people that are fighting against, 
That's the real enemy. Those are the terrorists. They're the ones causing the problem. If they weren't here, everything would be just fine. That's I don't what think the that's going to happen. That's well, I just don't. I think of that if it goes into that stage, I don't think the media is even going to be running. I think, I think, I think it'll be If they take out, out comms, you're yeah, right. I it'll think be comms the emergency broadcast system. The reason they'll take and, out comms is so that we can't communicate, the patriots can't communicate, and it'll be harder for us to mount a defense. Which is why we got to learn that yeah, radio shit. It sure shit. would be great if everybody had a radio. We got to learn that radio shit, Steve. <laughs> yeah, we got to learn it. He's you know, telling you, it'd be great if everybody thing. had a radio. Hey, y'all at home, learn the radio idea. shit. Learn this, wow, this radio of- shit. Y'all need to learn it too. <laughs> everybody needs to learn how to operate the damn radio. Right, I, I'll tell you how to do it in like two, three easy steps. Uh-uh. Uh, no, 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 please. Can you go on Amazon. You go on Amazon. I got a better idea. I got a better idea. Hey, no, I'll cut you off. We'll learn how to do it. And then when we come see you in July, we'll teach you. You ain't that a bitch. You go on Amazon and you buy a technician's study guide for the technician class. Okay, that study guide is nineteen ninety nine. It's a tiny. You, you do, wait, wait. You just hold that thought. Hold, hold, hold that thought. <laughs> Don't leave. Oh my god! You scared him away. <laughs> I told you not to say it. It's First like, time on my show, ladies and gentlemen. Did you actually that, had a uh, walk Oh, wait. You mean got it. this study guide? <laughs> oh, God. Well, I don't know which one that Where's is. That? There the ham radio? Is, which, it's from Imagine the AR. That. No, not the ARRL. <laughs> no, get like an actual real study guide, and it will walk you through step by step. You said on Amazon? I, yeah. I took I was ignoring you. Yeah, um, that? No, I just, I, you know... Ham radio license manual that uh, that uh, Troop told me to buy. Oh dear. So, well, yeah, it, it, I've, I've been yelled at by the best of them. Just so you know. Oh, I'm not yelling at you. I would like to help you through this. <laughs> There's no helping me. I'm just too frustrated and too bitter about it. Just the, the give real, it a break. The real thing here, Steve, is that Kevin's a closet liberal and he just wants to help everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it right there. <laughs> Well, we there, there are some good things going on right now. Whether you're whether you think so or not, there are some good things going on. So, Sonny Borelli down here, um, he's using planar authority to get rid of the machines. I don't know why they didn't do it in 2021 or 2022, but they're doing it now. And then I heard uh, last week, I think it was a Karen Fan is going to run for the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. So, uh, yeah. I uh, I can't wait for that to happen if we make it that far because I will probably uh, sabotage her run as much as possible. But I don't think I have to worry about because there's too many people in the state that hate her with the flaming hot passion right now. So, mm-hmm. but they're they're going around Hobbs and and uh, Fontes and May to get rid of the machines. They're using the Senate authority and they're finally starting to use the powers of the legislature to go after. The election process. Now, it's not going to fix the mail-in ballots. It's not going to fix the polling centers. It's not going to fix the drop boxes. But at least it takes the, the machine malfeasance away. It takes the ability of a foreign country to take out those machines and, and interdict the vote, which is exactly what China did during the 2020 and 22 elections. Mm-hmm. It's a documented fact now. Mm-hmm. So there is some good things going on. I, I you know, I, as much as you're not hopeful, Angelica, I am very hopeful because uh, I'm seeing people that I haven't talked to in years reaching out 
and trying to figure out what to do next and what, you know, the question, like I said, the question I get the most is how is this going to develop and what should I be doing? Which is why after November 8th, I just stopped worrying about the political scene here. I just don't care because it doesn't matter. Now it's all about resistance. It's all about getting ready for resistance. It's about prepping people to live a way that we haven't lived in over 200 years. Mm -hmm. And as much as that sounds terrible to you, that will be the best thing for this population it, in 20 generations. Me and my husband, literally almost every other day, I have mentioned to him about us getting a little piece of land, me learning how to sow, him learning how to hunt, and pulling together our resources. I don't and need going, to learn how to hunt, first of all. <laughs> Whatever. What are you talking about? You can't go to fish. That's fish. That's Whatever. different. So, exactly. Using what we each know how to do. And just going back to the basics and really just being done with this shit because it seemed like somewhere in the woods where nobody can find you is literally going to be the safest place. Well, it isn't, it isn't, right? I mean, people don't know how to do, you know, field medicine. They don't know how to do, you know, they don't know how to um, purify water. They don't know how, a lot of people don't even know how to pump gas. So you're talking about a foreign skill set that people have to have to learn while they're trying to survive. And, you know, that takes time. Uh, I think it's going to take, it's going to take a community for people to figure out how to do all this. I think the, you know, I've talked about Liberty gardens. I think I talked about with you guys during an episode, I've talked about it in several interviews. What's going to, what's going to carry us through and what's going to, what's going to make us stronger is communities coming together and working together and people leveraging their complementary skills. It's something that we don't know how to do anymore. And if we do that, we're going to survive this. And more importantly, we're going to not only survive this, but we're going to push all these foreigners out of our country that are trying to destroy us. And we're going to build something better. It's going to take some time to do it, but I, this will sound ethereal, but everything in my being tells me that we're going to come out of this better than we were before but it's going to suck in between. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how that's going to develop. Hell, I don't even know if I'm going to survive it. And I really don't care. What I care about is setting conditions for the country to move forward in the right way. And that's going to be with people that are harder than nails. And they're not going to put up with this shit anymore. They're not going to put up with these, these Euro homos that are trying to push this transhuman agenda and this child molesting agenda on everybody. Disgusting. The whole country's sick of it. Mm -hmm. They're just sick of it. Look at, look at um, Target. Look at, look at Bud Light. Nike. The, the country's saying overwhelmingly, we're done with this. Stop trying to jam it down our throats. Nobody wants to hear it. I'm tired of the fucking gay lesbian love story in every fucking movie you make. Mm -hmm. We get it. You're all gays. You're all homosexuals. You want us all to celebrate it, but leave our fucking children alone. Yep. Steve, That's I, don't know if you, I don't know if you caught it. I need to bring you up to speed because, you know, we've got Governor uh, Adolph Walls up here. Oh, that is fuckers in these He states. wants to, you know, he's mimicking Gavin Newsom in every possible way he can. So they just wrapped their legislative session up here in Minnesota and they actually passed a law. They passed a law with a whole bunch of crap in it. We discussed it, it a couple weeks ago. It was the transgender, transgender bill. Their protection protected Act. class. Part of that bill actually repealed anti-pedophilia laws. And yes. we don't I'm know sure what, 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 what they're they? all taking their marching orders from the billionaires and 
in the the Fisker family or whatever they're called, and the the European, you know, Euro homos are all they're taking their marching orders from them. But I, it's unbelievable Remember. to me. Yeah. Why? Was, uh, Why? Do you? I don't know. Something inside of me said that basically, you know, the pedophilia laws, that that's almost the third rail. You can't touch that. You can't, there's no way you could repeal anti-pedophilia laws and they did it and nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody said it's because they desensitized the public yeah. to it. This is, this is how, this is how the Illuminati and the, the communists have done this for centuries. First, they make it a talking point and then they make it, something that's protected then they legalize it and then they go after anybody who wants to go after the legalization of it this mm -hmm. is classic textbook communist agenda mm -hmm. they're trying to do and if you ask any of the younger generations right now they'll be like yeah it's bad but they can't tell you why it's bad they can't tell you what happens to a child when a child's molested over and over and over again and how it traumatizes them and turns them into a molester i mean it's a it's a it's an insidious cycle that they're trying to, they, of course they want to legalize it because they're all pedophiles, mm -hmm. but that's, there's a bigger agenda here. And the bigger agenda here is getting people to accept the unacceptable so that they'll just march along with whatever's put in front of them. And if you listen to it long enough, if you hit, if you see it in everything long enough, it won't bother you. The only time it bothers Americans is when it directly affects them. Otherwise yep. they don't give a shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. Most people are like, well, as long as I watch my football and drink, drink my beer on Friday, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Until your kids molested, then you have a real fucking problem mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. That's the only way that we're going to change this is we have to bring all this shit to the light, meaning the doomsday tapes have to be dropped so people can see what these people really want to do with children. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see a really big change and shift in the country. And they're petrified of that. Why do you think they want to go after alternative media? They want to go after alternative media so they can control exactly what you see, like in yep. communist China. Yep. China, you see nothing but gaslighting and horseshit. Yep. Same with Russia. And everybody talks about how Putin's a bad guy. Putin's a communist. He was brought up in the communist system. He's not, he's not a Christian. He's a communist. So he's going to do what's good for Putin. So when you cut through all the bullshit, it's just a conglomeration of criminals that are trying to trying to jockey for control of the world. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And well, we can't even get the that out to people though. You just talked about, you know, Hunter Biden photographs with you know, hundreds of underage girls. The FBI has confirmed that there was an investigation into Biden with the money laundering in Ukraine. That there is a, they are releasing that document to Congress now, but all that gets covered up because Trump had some documents in his closet in Mar-a-Lago. Well, yeah, they're, they're, you know, it's just distraction. It, it is just, distraction. The Trump shit's distraction. You notice how the, the Trump indictment always shows up when they're in really big trouble. Exactly. Mm -hmm. well, they so just indicted him again. The news Ooh. is covering Trump. Nobody mm -hmm. knows about this stuff you're talking about with Biden. I mean, we know about it. Well, Christopher, but Ray the general public the has no clue. That this stuff because the FBI is running protection. Yeah, record. Christopher Ray won't give up the form. Well, so. no, he, he did. did. He, did. he did. Oh, yeah, he oh. did. And it he was did, unequivocal. The FBI knew that he was anyone who wanted taken bribes, and so was his son. Right, fifty percent, right down the middle. But at but, least half of the country has no fucking clue about that because they are watching mainstream media, which won't touch that with. Well, a but I also I also blame that part of the country for doing that because if you're not open. To, to new things or new 
if you're not open to open your mind and fucking think and just follow along like a little sheep, then you know what? Go take your vaccine, go get your fucking booster, and we'll see if you're here in five years. Go fuck well, yourself. Well, you got to remember that this, it's not just, it's not just the the people that are watching mainstream news. This, this country has been, it's been controlled by the intelligence apparatus for the better part of 75 years. Since Alan Dulles created the CIA, this country has been controlled by the intelligence apparatus and the, and the oligarchs in Europe. Yeah. This is not a new phenomenon. It's just, you're seeing that you're seeing the effects of a highly effective propaganda campaign where people buy into the whole narrative that it's okay to go after a former president. That used to be absolutely taboo. Yeah. Off limits. But now it's okay because they've been, They've been conditioning the public for the last six years because of Trump to go after the orange man and the orange man is responsible for everything. That's ex- that's right out of communist doctrine. And, and you at, keep at replaying the, the same bullshit over and over and until mm-hmm. people believe it. At the same time, they're indicting Trump on bullshit charges. Biden has been found to have thousands of documents from when he was vice president. He has no clearance to declassify them. And they're in a fucking, they're actually in an episode of a fucking reality show on TV. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think is Congress is going to do now that they have that information? Do you think they're going to defund the FBI? Do you think they're going to defund DHS? No, they're not going to do shit. It's just theater. Yeah. It's all bullshit. The real story right now is what's going on on the ground in Ukraine. The Ukrainians are getting their asses handed to yeah, them. And guess yeah. what? They're using American and German equipment. <laughs> well, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of videos today of a leopard tank and a bunch of Bradleys getting yeah. smoked by drones and by artillery and by aircraft. And That's also, not that, what the news says. But there's also reports of the I know. Cartel. The Ukrainians are winning. It's just a matter of time before Putin's in jail, whatever. There's also reports <laughs> of, of the cartel having U.S.-made stingers. They do. They got AT4s. Yeah. I saw that. That's been confirmed by some sheriffs down here. Yeah. It, you turn on the media and you would think that the Ukrainians, the poor little helpless Ukrainians going up against big bad Russia, that, you know, it's it's David and Goliath and David's winning. That's what the media is telling me. I I obviously check on things from time to time on mainstream media. And everything that I've seen on the mainstream media is Ukraine is doing wonderful. They're recapturing territory. They've got a major offensive launch now. And they are putting it to Russia. That's the sure. message. And when Russian tanks are rolling through Kiev, we'll see what story they're telling then. Yeah. I, I just, How are they going to cover you, that up? Well, it, if, uh, you at, if you look at... Um, if you look at the uh, Operation Barbarossa from World War II, and the Germans moved into the Soviet Union, that that whole movement of the Soviet Union was it, it was a conglomeration of mistakes that were made repeatedly by the Germans, but more so by Hitler, and it set conditions for the Russians to do exactly what they did then, which is exactly what they're doing now. They built these belted defense lines and they strengthened those belted defense lines over, over a year, year and a half. And they let the, they let the Germans move and they gave up territory to build defensive posture. And when he got closer to Moscow, they started building more and more heavy defenses and they were using the population to do it. In this case, the areas that they've liberated, again, you have to look at the ethnic side of this, right? Because you have. You have ethnic portions of Ukraine that are Russian, they're Russian speaking, that Zelensky was literally persecuting and killing, which prompted him to move in there. 
And now he's leveraging the populations in those areas that are heavily, you know, Russian speaking and ethnic Russian to help fortify those positions. And he's at the same time, he was fighting in Bakhmut and distracting the Ukrainian army in Bakhmut, much like Stalingrad, pinning down the, the German Sixth Army. He's he's building defenses along the rest of the western border. And as he was doing that, he was also training 750,000 troops. So he may give up, give up a little bit of territory, but ultimately he's just bleeding the Ukrainians dry, and then he's going to start to move. And when he moves, he's going to, just like they did in World War II, he's going to spearhead with tanks, and he's got tactical nuclear weapons. The thing that most people don't realize is that the, the Russian doctrine and the Chinese doctrine, the Chinese learned to fight from the Russians. And they, they learned most of their, their tank tactics and most of their doctors written on Russian tactics, which means they lead with nuclear weapons and they move with tanks and with artillery and everything else, or they lead with artillery and tanks supported by infantry. That doctrine hasn't changed in almost 50, 60 years. The Russians don't have these, you know, these super complex plans. It's everything they do is very, very simplistic, but they overwhelm you with numbers, kind of like the Chinese do. So we're going to see the Russians start to move once they bled the Ukrainians dry. And when they do, there's not going to be anything to stop them. They're, they've committed their strategic reserve to this, and they've committed their strategic reserve with all the modern weapons we gave them. They're not going to have a fighting chance once they bleed these guys dry, those modern weapons. Then they're fucked because we've given them all of our strategic uh, equipment, all the M113s, all the, uh, you know, all the M198 Paladins. All that stuff was our strategic reserve that we took from all the enhanced brigades and moved into storage. What do you think is going to happen when all that shit runs out? He's just going to move across the country like a juggernaut. The question really becomes, where does he stop? Because yeah, what's his there's not going to be a thing to stop him. Yeah, so, I, that absolutely. What's his end game? Is it is it the reestablishment of the USSR with the Eastern Bloc nations? Or I don't no. know. He doesn't want to own Kiev. I wouldn't want to own it either. He wants to think about it from the Russian perspective. He doesn't want to own Ukraine. He wants to own the mineral rich, the the, the mineral rich and the growing, uh, the growth rich part of the country, and then leave the rest to Poland, to Belarus, and to other countries to split it up into, you know, a bunch of satellite countries. That's ultimately what I think he wants to do, and. The Europeans are already starting to say that they want a negotiated settlement because they don't want a prolonged fight because they can't afford it. At the same time they're doing that, you're, you're getting calls within the Ukrainian government to negotiate a settlement. And the Polish are saying to the Ukrainians, you need to, you need to settle this. And then, of course, Zelensky talks to his handlers in Geneva and in Washington. And next thing you know, he's saying, well, it's, if we're going to negotiate a settlement, it's got to be favorable to Ukraine. Yeah, that's never going to happen. So one of these days, that short little homosexual is going to be a fucking pink mist. And I can't wait for that to happen because one of his own people is going to smoke him. And that fight's going to come to an abrupt end. You even and then Washington, D.C. is going to be scrambling to come up with enough bullshit to cover the fact that they lost the war. That's what's going to happen there. You, Sorry. You think he's even in Ukraine? He's not in Ukraine. He's probably in Poland or in the U.K., or, probably in a soundstage. Florida. I still contend he's in Florida. He, he bought his twelve million dollar home, laundered all his money, and now he's just down there on a soundstage. It is nice That's, this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Fulton. 
The coast in Florida is nice. Anyway. I, I just, I just, yeah. I mean, what they did in Minnesota here in their this legislative session, 30 bills, 30 bills passed, 30 bills signed, legalized murder, legalized infanticide. Oh, yeah. And it, and you guys aren't even a blue state. That's the part that kills me. You, you, oh, we're not. You love not. this part for the, uh, the gun legislation. Of course, they got the red flag laws enacted. But now it used to be that you had to have a permit to purchase a handgun which you know, pretty standard. You could have permit to purchase or a permit to carry. Well, now you need to obtain a permit to purchase any firearm whatsoever. Yeah, yeah you could, they want a gun registry. That's yeah. how they do it. Yeah, you, They're you trying could, to build a gun registry a in the background. Without a purchase to permit, but... Not anymore. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not anymore. You, you used to be able to walk into Cabela's or Shields or whatever and just buy yourself a shotgun, just film out, you know, the form 4473, the federal form, and walk out with your shotgun. No more. Fuck in the fifties, yeah. you could order a fucking gun from J.C. Penney catalog. Sears catalog, yeah, Sears catalog, yeah. Oh. shipped you. Oh hell yeah, that's convenient. You well, could order a rifle or a shotgun. Again, so there's good news here too. So there's 40 million pistol brace uh, owners in this country, and only 250 thousand people signed up for the short barrel rifle thing. So that means over 40 million people went, hey, "Go fuck yourself. We're not going to do that." What, what I don't, I don't would not do. What do you mean, pistol brace? The ATF just enacted the pistol brace raw. They they just the pistol brace law, not bra law. Uh, could be a bra. What's on your mind, Steve? Um, they uh, they they created this rule. They took a bunch of feedback and then they created it anyway. And it's it's in the courts. It's going to be overturned because the ATF doesn't have the legislative authority to write laws, which no, is exactly they what they're doing. They don't. They wrote the law. They gave people a grace period to switch over to, you know, a short barrel rifle and register with the ATF. And basically most of the, most of the pistol owners went, yeah, go fuck yourselves. We're not going to do that. And that mass noncompliance is going to build and grow. And you're going to see it in across the board. The next one's going to be taxes. When people get hit with their 2023 taxes, they're going to be like, go fuck yourselves. I'm not paying you 60% of my salary. <laughs> and that's the other thing that Kevin Kevin McCarthy said. He was going to repeal the whole IRS funding for the 83,000 um, agents to go after you know small businesses and people like you and me that make over you know $150,000 a year. Guess what? He didn't do that either. He just oh. bent over and he gave them more, uh, more of the, uh, what is it, FIDA, the, the environmental... He gave him more power to do environmental stuff. So he didn't really do anything. Yeah, McCarthy's and, a you know, I listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's all about the whole um, FBI thing. But you hear her talking about Kevin McCarthy and doing a, re you know, doing a no confidence vote on him. No. Yeah, she why? Because she's pointing her ankles at the ceiling for him. That's she, why. She threatened oh. it. And then all of a sudden she dropped that idea. Yeah, yeah, she, I did yeah go figure. Too. Imagine they're that. all fucking corrupt. Every fucking one of them are corrupt mm -hmm. and dirty motherfuckers. And they all hey. need to be hung. Mm -hmm. But she brought articles of impeachment against Biden. Yeah, this is her second time. Yeah, that's I thought that's yeah. going somewhere. That's yeah. such bullshit. She did that already. That didn't <laughs> it's work. It's Kabuki Theater 101. I mean, that's that, that whole art government completely is just so joke. It's all a joke. But like I said, this is at some point, this is all going to fall apart. And no matter what, no matter what they do, the die is already cast for this government. And it's going to collapse at some point. And I was talking to uh, to one of my admins, I think it was last week, and he had gone to this, um, this security course. And he was saying that 
the most of the guys in the course were all government guys. And Washington, D.C. is a ghost town. When they sent everybody home for COVID, most of them didn't come back. So now there's this big fight going on to bring people back to D.C., back in the office, and they're not playing. You know, only people that are going to classified spaces are the ones that are going back in the office. The rest of them are like, yeah, I want to work from home. Some people have moved out of the state. And they're still still getting locality pay. So you've, you've got GSA that's trying to get all these people herded back into D.C., trying to recollect that money from when they moved out of state. And there's nobody there to do the work. So at some point, the system's going to collapse on itself. And the people that they're depending on to carry through with all this workload and and do all these you know nefarious things, they're going to look at them going, no, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? And that's as that starts to happen, you see that crash accelerate. Once it accelerates, then you're going to see they're going to be standing around and they're not going to have a functional government and they're not going to have people loyal to them hanging around. It's just the people that are paying them. And when the dollar's dead, they're not going to be able to pay anybody. And they're going to be standing there all by themselves. And it's not going to be good for them because I'll tell you, there's going to be a lot of people when they run out of food and water that are going to make it really personal. And they're going to go off like you were talking about the news guys. You know what's going to happen to them? Hmm. The same thing that happened to those bastards after World War II. All those people that collaborated with the Nazis, you know what happened to every single one of them? They were killed. They got tortured and killed by their own people because they collaborated with the enemy. What do you think is going to happen here? You think all these people that are starving are going to look at these news people and go along with their horse shit? No, they're going to get smoked in the streets. It's already starting to happen. You're already seeing more and more violent crime happening in the street, more and more violent crime happening in the cities. Uh, look at San, San Francisco is a ghost town. Same with New York City. And then you got Eric, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. It's like Arcadia, the, the guy in New York. What a moron. Well, no, the immigrants have to go over New York. It's people in New Mayor York. You mean Mayor Adams? You mean Mayor Adams? Yeah, Adams. Eric, it's Eric people, Adams, it's people it in New York immigrants. The illegals are in New York. He's, he's saying he's yeah. going to allow immigrants to stay at Gracie Mansion. Come on over to Gracie well, Mansion. No, did you hear what they floated in New York? That they actually want to put the illegal aliens in people's residence. Yeah. Yes, he's offering uh -huh. them money. He, he came out and said, I will invite legal immigrants to come into Gracie Mansion and stay at the Gracie Mansion, and I recommend and, and all you citizens of New York do the same thing. They will slit his throat as he sleeps. <laughs> yep. See? You know exactly how the program's going to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's exactly how it's going to go. He's yeah. going to get smoked by his own people. Well, he's going to no, I mean, open I mean, his loving doors. I mean the illegals. If he lets these illegals come and sleep at his Absolutely. house, they're Kevin going to slit his throat as he sleeps. Kevin and I went uh -huh. to high school with a girl that six months ago let an illegal into her apartment complex, and guess what happened? I didn't he, even. He, he murdered her. He literally. He literally slit, slit her, throat. her throat. He, he murdered her. Literally. So, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Let them in. Let them all yeah, in. As the as the social fiber breaks down, because it's going to, right? As it And it already is. It's already starting to break down more and more and more. This is the problem with their, their whole plan, right? I'm talking about the, the Davos crap. If you look back at the Soviet Union, they had complete control of Stalin. But right around 1936, Stalin was like, why am I taking orders from these dipshits? I can do this myself. I don't need them to do this. So he stopped. He started ignoring all their orders. And he started building his own empire. And that's the problem with all of their plans. At some point, their, their minions go rogue. And guess what? Their best laid plans blow up. 
their arrogance will be their undoing. It's going to be the same thing here. And I, I started saying this earlier, so I'll say it one more time. This is going to get to the local level. You're going to band together at the local level. You're going to use your complementary <laughs> skills, and then you're going to push these bastards out of your local area. Then we're going to form up with other communities, and we're going to push them out of our states. And then once we push them out of our states, we're going to send enough people to Washington, D.C. to do one of two things, either roll everybody up or burn the fucking place to the ground. I say burn. That's how this is going to go. There's there's no other way this goes down. They've, they've backed themselves into a corner. They've created the perfect storm. And the only way out of this now is gunfire. And they know it. They just seem to think that they're going to be able to control it. Well, they're trying to well, snatch the guns, so they so they well, can, I, I that's why they're snatching I, them. I, I say we people are not giving up their guns. I, well, I they, don't know what part of that they missed. They're still going after them. Yeah, they can try. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Chris Mays here said, "Yeah, we're going to create red flag laws," and pretty much everybody in the Senate looked at and went, "Yeah, go fuck yourself. We're a sanctuary state. We wrote a constitutional amendment that says you can't do any of that shit." Nice try. Yeah, well, they did so, it here in Minnesota. They, well, they, yeah. made it, they made it legal for murder, abortion up to birth, up to the point of yeah. birth. Yeah. yeah, literally made a murder. They're, legal. they're harvesting organs. Have you not figured that out oh, yet? I, That's yeah, what I that is. Doing. Harvesting organs. So well, and we but, used to have a protection of life law as well. That if the abortion was not successful and the child was born alive, that they had to be kept alive. Well, part of this latest latest legislative abortion that we had they actually repealed that protection of life law here in minnesota i believe it yeah i believe it and we are now a a, a trans trans protection of trans yeah, state or something we're, we're, you, we're trans fucking mental you you can send disorder. your 13 year olds to minnesota now to get um hormone shit get hormones get <laughs> surgeries anything without any notive yeah, notice they want to change the age of consent yeah, now again this goes along with the pedophilia here. thing yeah, yeah we're getting if the fuck you out change here. the age's consent you make it okay and then you legalize it then you can persecute anybody who stands against an eg christians mm. the whole agenda here is not to promote the trans community the whole agenda here is to kill to kill christianity kill the mega movement and then go after women these people hate women. Mm -hmm. They want to kill the reproductive ability yeah. of this country, specifically, specifically Americans. Yep. Well, you and it's not it's not restricted to a color. It's restricted to the fact that you're an American and you're a patriot. Now you are a domestic terrorist. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. You saw the DOJ and the Department of Homeland Security just added to its list of domestic terrorists parents who wish to know what curriculum is taught to their children. Yeah. Yeah. I just, they're, again, they're trying to persecute the legalization of objectifying and grooming children. That's what they're doing. And I don't know if you caught this, but Austin created a department for basically misinformation within the military. And now they're going after guns in the military that all military members and family members have to keep their firearms in a central repository on post. Oh. Yeah. What right if, out of Germany. No, wait, 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 right wait, out of Germany. Wait, wait, wait. What if somebody come, come on now? What Trump if somebody come in your house? In charge now. The military is, is is in charge now. Come on now. They can't be doing that in the military. What if somebody come in your house <laughs> in the middle of the night? You got to go to the get the locker key and, you know, try to get into the. You have to check out your own gun oh, on post. Okay. I'd be like, court martial me. <laughs> Send me to court martial and go fuck yourself. 
You're not going to go after my Second Amendment rights. Like you said, that'll be challenged in court, but they're going to come up with some bullshit and drag their feet like. Well, yeah, because it's federal property and it falls under different rules and you don't get your constitutional protections. But we need mass noncompliance, like you've said, with like you saw. I'm already noncompliant. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to go. It's going to be mass noncompliance. They're going to do something (laughs) stupid. It's going to be a catalyst. And the next thing you know, or they're going to do a black swan event. Nobody's going to (laughs) play. I can't wait for that one too. That's that's the other one they're going to do. Well, like everybody's talking about this, you know, six hundred tons of fertilizer or whatever that shit is that went missing on a train yeah. in Canada, Hamahama. Look, it's going to show up somewhere, and when it does, it's going to be ugly. Well, the black. You, I'm telling you, people are going to band together. On the it's it's um, it's the American way. We got to get our asses kicked for a little while, then we get our shit together. It's the American way, and well, they're what they're counting on is that everybody's going to be scared. And by then, people are going to be hard as nails because they're going to be starving. Well, I'm telling you, I, I can tell you how that's coming. I I don't know if you've seen the latest here with you know the brick system and the the people trying to get out of Swift and all of that. They're setting up. They're trying to change to get away from petrodollars to actually be euro dollars for oil, or I'm sorry, Emirates, Emirates dollars to pay for oil. Yeah, and, and get off but of the U.S. dollars. Most of the transactions the world still reserve. are. Con- they are, but China doesn't want to be the world reserve. No, they, they don't want to be that. They're setting but they up also, the Emirates dollar for it. Well, so there's several problems with that, right? There's there's been a lot of a lot of people talking about this. the The big part of the conversation is that most of the transactions done right now are done in U.S. dollars, despite all this rhetoric around SWIFT or around um, BRICS. The the thing that china really wants is china needs to keep their economy going because they're on the verge of collapse too they've they've taken all these loans they've issued all these loans they're manipulated their currency they have systemic issues that they have to they have to deal with they want to get off of swift because you did the you know the bankers take money on the front end they take money in the middle and money on the back end. they want to get out of that system but it's going to take them time to set that system up in the first place and logistically, it's going to take time for them to figure out how to hedge the money, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of there's a lot of logistics involved in that. It's not a zero-sum thing like everybody, everybody seems to think, like, well, they're doing it right now and they're going to back their currency with gold. They might do that. And it might, and they might do some of that now, but they can't, neither the Russians nor the Chinese can back their currency in total with gold. They have to rely on their citizens buying gold in order to, and guarantees that they can confiscate that gold in order to back the currency with gold. So there's challenges with all of those approaches. But what I see happening before then is I see the euro crashing first because they've done everything they can do to deindustrialize and and create the perfect storm there. They were hoping that the debt ceiling would help bail them out, which is what the whole fight was over. The fight was not over raising the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling is just covered to bail out Europe and bail out the European bankers. But it's not going to help. That because of the fact that they've deindustrialized and they're not producing anything, and now they're they're cutting food production. They created the perfect storm that I don't think they can explain away, and they can. I don't think they can manipulate themselves out of it. I really don't. I think they've created a, a situation where it's going to crash around them and things are just going to stop working. And I think a couple of weeks after they go is when we'll go. 
despite all the pundits saying the dollar's strong, we're going to be going until September. I don't, I don't buy that. We're going to be there in kinetic or kinetic and a massive recession all at the same time. And I think it's going to be all at the same time. Well, yeah, I think we all see this shit's going to come to a culmination point next week. All these things are coming month, to a head, right? Not. All we of these plans. things we're talking about are coming to a head. And you've been preaching on your sit reps and, and been preaching us to for a long time as well of how you operate locally. And we've been trying to tell our viewers that as well. It, you need to do things locally. It's not, you can't look at the national stage and try to do everything at once and fix, fix everything because we're not going to fix it on the national level. Right? No, we got to burn it down. It's got to be rebuilt from the ground up. You can't, you can't reform this system. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is that far gone and looking locally, just doing one thing, just it, if it's just one thing locally that you can do that, that'd be enough. Yeah. That's a, that's, I, that's literally what I've been talking about with line of science, fear of influence. Well, I, I figure I, out I, what you're good at. If you grow things, great. If you're a doctor, great. If you're, if you're a mechanic, great. If you're a, if you're a carpenter, I mean, leverage your skill sets and then you can build a barter system in your local area and the resources you don't have, you can go out of your area to get the resources you don't have. And some of it's just not going to be available. So you're going to have to improvise, which we're, we're very good at doing. Americans, you know, this, the, again, the other good part about this is that at some point, the Americans are going to get back to ingenuity and we're going to figure out ways to go around things that we can either source or we don't have organically. And that's, that's, we operated that way for what, 150 years? And then all of a sudden we relied on these mega corporations? Yeah. yeah we're going to get back to the place where we're going to have to be very creative about how we do things. And we're going to have to reinitiate industries again, like aluminum, like steel. And that knowledge base is gone. We're going to have to figure it out all over again. There's bits and pieces of it, but I don't think anybody's taken iron ore out of the ground and turned it into steel in 70 years. That's a significant that's a significant problem to solve. But we're going to have to solve that problem if we want to move forward because we're not going to get it from anywhere else because everybody else is going to be on their ass at the same time. That's the that's what I've been talking about. They, they I, have I'm, been trying I'm, in northern Minnesota. I'm, I'm past the, the I'm past the let's talk about today's stories because I don't care. It's all noise. The 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 thing that's not noise is our country's headed towards a culmination point and we're past the tipping point. We're not going back. The, the whole concept of normal right now is an illusion. Look at, just go and look at the stores. It's You could already see the stores are doing their level best to shuffle the store around so it looks like they have all this stock. But really all they've done is consolidated aisles and they've spread them out farther. When I, like two years ago, when I go to the store, they were just, the, the rows were just jam packed together with all these choices. Now they're wide apart. There's empty spots in the shelves. There's they're filling shelves with the same, you know, the same products, and you're seeing things starting to, to disappear. And people don't even know this. This stuff's starting to disappear. And you know, look at look at produce, especially when you look at um, what we're getting from Mexico now versus what we were getting. Like we were getting tons and tons of avocados, tons and tons of fruit. Now we're not getting that. You're seeing entire sections that are bare and people aren't even paying attention. Mm -hmm. I, the lady, the lady, I heard a lady talking in the store the other night when I was there and she was saying, they used to have so many bananas. They used to have a whole row of bananas. Now they only have the small section. 
And I'm just sitting there thinking, huh, wonder why that is. Huh. Part of it's because the logistics chains and supply chains been disrupted because all these train derailments. Oh, yeah. People aren't putting the math together there. People are putting math together that the Chinese have shut down most of their domestic production and they've shifted to wartime production, which again affects the supply chain. People aren't looking at the fact that the local supply chains have been disrupted from all these, these food processing plants that have been destroyed over the past two years. They're not paying attention to that. So there's less choices. There's less, there's less um, quantity and there's less moving. And at some point, it's going to stop. And it's going to stop because you can only blow up so much train and it takes so long to rebuild it that you can't you can't fix it fast enough to keep things moving. And we're a just-in-time culture in general. So we got about, what, three days of supply and then we're out? Just wait till we hit that end of the three-day supply. All these people that are blissfully unaware are going to be shitting their pants. And it's going to happen. Because that's exactly how it happened in Sri Lanka. Everything was working fine and then just stopped. Wow. That's exactly what they want to lead us to. And nobody's listening. Fucking no one's listening. It's 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 it, it used to frustrate the shit out of me. And now I'm just like, hmm, call me when the gunfire starts. Well, that go, is they, you know, they just go about their daily lives and they don't, you know, they just go about whatever they're doing. It's a huge source of frustration for me and our our viewers and everyone that I talk to is we are sitting here screaming from the rooftops. Hey, people, look at what's happening. Wake up. Why are you not paying attention? And that that is the source of frustration. Why people are like, God, what do I do? And they, you get to a point of resignation from time to time, right? Where it's like, uh, I or, just or, give or up. It's either that or they know what, you know, they know, you know, but they just like, what is What can matter? I do? What, what, what can I do? What, what can I do? It just keeps rolling on. It's like, it's like the Game of Thrones. The wheel just keeps <laughs> rolling on. We need a denarius to break the wheel, but the wheel keeps just rolling on. Well, I think so. There's, there's people that so again, you got to look at demographics, right? There's people that can handle seeing the real picture. Yeah. There's people that can't. And then there's people that don't want to. They're just so apathetic. They just don't care. Yeah. And that took a while to adjust to because I've talked to people that simply don't care, literally don't care. We're going to have food. I die. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I okay. I know some like I know that. They, I know they don't say, okay. I mean, they may be a yeah, little dismissive. They say, okay. but no, I literally they, have a friend. that's like, oh, oh, well, then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a friend of mine who's a devout Christian and he said, eh, it's God's plan. Okay. I was like, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Hope's not a strategy. Just so you know. And look, you can't store enough food. You can't store enough ammo. You can't store enough money. It's just, you can't, right? So right. you got to, you, you just got to have enough to get you to a point where you can connect with other people and you can start to share those resources together and figure out the best path forward. Right. And that's, that's what needs to happen. And I don't know how that's going to happen organically, but organically that'll happen. And then they'll, they'll start to figure out the functional problems at the same time they're fighting a fight. And I hate to say it, but this will be a good thing for the country because people will get in touch with the things that are important and get rid of the things that aren't important. Because you're talking about five generations that have been indoctrinated. Oh, yeah. that they got to have stuff. Mm -hmm. You need more stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not you're not somebody till you got a lot of shit, mm -hmm. and you got to have a lot of shit that's really expensive so people think you're somebody. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not somebody. Yep. You need more shit. More. And you need to be buying oh, more want, shit all want, the time. I want to get his shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want yeah. his shit. B- yeah. Bigger, better shit. Yeah. See, yeah. we ain't gonna keep you all night, honey. If you had a final thought, what would it be? I would say this. I would say now is the time to make human connections in your local area. Stop trying to wake people up. Stop trying to convince people. Start meeting people that have the same value system as you and start working together and start mounting defense because you're going to have to mount a defense in your local area. That's how this is going to go. And maybe it won't get that bad, but if you're prepared for the worst and it doesn't get that bad, everything else will be easy. But unity is the hill we die on. We have to come together and put our differences aside. We have to. Otherwise, we're not going to make it through this. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to live in a totalitarian state. Nope. nope. If I'm going to fight and die, I'm going to die on my feet. I'm yeah. not dying on my knees. Nope. Yep. Absolutely. Steve, we will sucks. see you. Hang on. Before you go, Steve, I had a little something, something prepared yeah, but you for you. But yeah. It, late. <laughs> And I know, you, I know you <laughs> like, don't care. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <He> don't <care. laughs> I know you like to send your viewers out with a little bit of music at the end of your sit reps. So in honor of that, I've got something here to send you out on. You might enjoy, you might know this one. All right. Hopefully you can hear it. That's Great song. I have no doubt you recognize that. I absolutely do, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that for your your going out song as you left. Absolutely. Us. Yeah. Yes, he had that all queued up for you. We were going to actually <laughs> name that tune. We had something all planned for you, Steve. You ruined it. <laughs> yeah. It's a little Benny Good. That sounds like Benny Goodman sings, sings, sings. That's that exactly <laughs> right. I told you he would nail it. Yeah, Steve, Excellent. we're going to see you early July. Yep. Yep. We're doing July. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving so, on the 30th. We should be just, in oh, the 29th. No, the 30th. Yeah. It can't be the 29th. Well, we wouldn't be, the, be there anyway. No, we're going to okay, be good. We're, we're leaving the 30th. We're going to be in Arizona probably. It depends on who, where we want to do the fourth. We're going to either do the fourth in Arizona with you or in Nevada. I don't know. It's really exciting here. It's really exciting. Just saying. The fourth is exciting with you? It's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> My neighborhood's pretty much light the entire area on fire, and uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Excellent. I might have to come with. Not light it on fire. <laughs> he sounded just so incredibly yes. ecstatic. Yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, there, literally his hair was whatever hair up there. He's probably the one. a lot up here just He's saying. He's probably the one calling love. the cops like they're still popping those goddamn firecrackers. At least why would I do that? It's entertainment watching that, you know? Those uh, young kids funny. across the way there. Yes, what my, uh, Sergeant, uh, I lost my hand grenade over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, we always love to have you, man. You're just so, you're just a walking pillar of knowledge and cool, man. Just bundled up into what? We can't make it this long that. again next time. You got to come back sooner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's figure out a time in July and do a, do a time in July. I'll be, I'll be in, um, in Washington, 28, 29, 30. So when you guys are on the ground, you'll be here probably one day before I get back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going up for a funeral. Otherwise, I, I would be here. What, I, so 
thinking. What did you just say? Sorry. He's going to be traveling right He's going to be gone. You guys oh. will figure that out. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we'll be in touch. I'll call with you, Jesse. Steve. Yeah, I'll you call, call you. me. We'll be in touch, buddy. All right. I'm you guys man. take care. Bye. You too, bud. See you, Steve. Bye. See ya. You're really into it now, Kevin. Don't get him started with the music because he'll completely lose track. No, so, no, I'm done. yes, honey, do you have a final thought, sweetie pie lover? Well, I mean, hey, just, baby, do you have something you want to say? Are you going to stop talking? <laughs> Don't. Here we go, people. Here exactly. As soon as Steve <laughs> leaves. As soon as he leaves. You guys behaved really well with I, Steve. I, you know, that was him. We got to get him on she more often so you guys behave. Baby, my lover, my... My this, my that, just, my everything, my my all. Do you want to say something final? Final thought? Maybe something just off the top of your head? Maybe. Are you done? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Kevin. I God. did that and I got my ass checked. I'm going to go back to Benny Goodman here. No, no, no. Just say what you need to say. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yeah, it's final thought. Yeah, you know. Get involved locally in your community, I guess. You know, I'm trying. She, however, she needs to do it, but she is not very sociable. Are you, sweetie? Are you including the shade you're throwing at me into your final throw? I am. Like, that is like, new level. Like, he did a self-plug of the show. Like he did a self-plug of the show, you know. She doesn't even know any of our neighbors. I did a shameless self-plugging of our show for our viewers. I think that was pretty interesting. I do too, Kevin. This yeah. is much better than this shit he's throwing out right now. I'll tell you that. Okay, Are you, I'm done. <laughs> Kevin, final thought. You know, it, awesome, awesome show tonight. We love having Steve on. We love having all of you guys on. Um, we know y'all just came for Steve. Connie on Facebook. Oh, thank you. Stop. Thank you for the kind comment. I uh, really appreciate you watching, everybody watching on Facebook and Rumble. And thanks again to Steve for joining us. I know it's been a long time. You guys have been asking us to get him back. It's just been a little issues, you know, coordinating. But He's busy. We'll, we'll have him back again sooner. I want to say, you know, some of the things Steve's saying and what we've been saying, they're they're frightening. They're truly terrifying, right? That all of these things are coming to a head. There's a possibility that, uh, you know, things go kinetic and that's terrifying, but listen to what Steve is telling you. Listen to what we've been trying to tell you is invest in the skills, you know, don't invest in stockpiles of crap that you probably can't hold on to, or that don't last very long. Those skills that you acquire, the things, the knowledge that you acquire and the people that you know around you, your neighbors, friends, those people with other skills that you don't possess, those things are really valuable acquire that stockpile those things and we we can make it through this and like steve said it's going to be a good thing it's going to get worse before it gets better but it will get better i truly believe that honestly feel that in my bones and hopefully we're all around and you know we can look back and say experience is a dear school right yeah. so thank you kevin all i got to say for that and, oh it was connie telling us she had a we're doing a great job, and that's Connie and Mike out in Colorado. Hey, Connie, hey, Mike. Yeah, Blue Cat commented tonight, and Kit did. Oh, yeah, the comments. Yeah, now, you know what? I'm about to call y'all out right now, okay? Because we do this every week. 
and y'all don't say nothing. Ooh. We get Steve Murray on here and everybody's everybody chatty, chatty, <laughs> chatty, 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 chatty. Yep, I said it. I said it. I said it. Thank you, Kevin, for your final thought. Thank you, honey, for your shady final thought. It was shady, but thank you. And thank you all for being here tonight. Even though most of y'all came to see Steve, we still we love just... you. Our faithful few, like Connie and Mike, they they be rocking with us before Steve. So same with Kit, Kit you know, Blue Kit, Cat. Blue Cat. We and, got some loyal and ones. Paul, a Paul M six two seven. That's right. These are all our listeners, yes. so I think you owe them an apology. For I just literally gave them a special shout out for the heart. You do you see what I do? I'm stop. I love y'all. We appreciate y'all here at The Great Matters. We really, really do. As you know, we are a small show. Nobody pays us. We just tell the truth for free. We're a pilot, a nail tech, and a foreman. We're just trying to get the truth out to you with a little bit of humor sometimes. Okay. So my final thought is kind of what Kevin said, you know, finding some skills that you can contribute. Like my husband dropped a dime on me. I'm not super social, (laughs) but I can be friendly. In one-on-one situations. And I do have some skills that I could lend once that time is appropriate. So, you know, I'll worry about that when I get there. So we got this nice quote in front of me. It's really pretty. It says, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but building the new. So like Steve said, what's done is done. The shit storm, they done already kind of lit the the fuse and it's just like that long cord just kind of waiting until it gets a dynamite. We're kind of at that point right now. So let's not worry about what's been done. Let's just try to prepare ourselves for what needs to be done in the future. Getting those skills, me talking to people, you talking to people, you know, getting to know your neighbors, just getting out there and realizing that maybe there could be a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe. I hope y'all have a good week and a good weekend. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all here at The Great Matters. Peace. See y'all. See y'all.